0: Broadcasting live from sunny South Florida, this is KMA Talk Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. Your KMA crew, the Italian scallion, Paul DeGracco, Alex Tavella, a.k.a. The Goat, and always telling it like it is, Honest Abe. I like
1: to
2: smoke them like the like John
3: Take my big
2: cigar.
0: My cigar. Good morning to all our loyal listeners, libertarians, and lovers of the leaf. I am your host, Honest Abe, of this week's episode of KMA Talk Radio, number 489, coming up on 500. As always, we are here with the KMA crew, the man that always has the scoop, William Cooper, and the man they call the GOAT. Alex Tavella, gentlemen, good morning. Good morning. How are we doing today? Coop, sport I feel, the I feel,
3: like, I feel uh, like we need to make a secondary intro, like one with Paul, one without Paul. Right?
4: Seriously.
0: How is
3: he?
4: He's first in the intro, too. You know, he's like the first guy, right?
3: Or maybe I can maybe I can get Rivers to edit it and just put a big who. On, on probably could. You, you could put Mickey oh, Mouse, except you get we get sued, right? Right, right. Big time quickly too.
0: Yeah, can't yeah. do no Mickey Mouse. Can't do no Mickey Mouse shit. <laughs> well, good morning to all our fans and socialites out there. We are T minus basically two weeks. <sighs> can't believe it. Yeah. Literally coming up like Mach five. I mean, for us, it's literally one week. One week, or one week. Oh, away. yeah, sure. Because yeah. I mean, you know,
3: yeah. when you when do you get to the fairgrounds? Monday? Monday. Well, next month but on the Monday. Yeah, a week
0: from this Monday so we got one more week in the office and then we're all out all right at the fairgrounds lovely lovely right. it's
3: uh chugging along quickly
0: speaking of Tjm I want I'm gonna announce this now and whatnot because we get a lot of questions and we don't know how to answer it you know we're talking our legal department but yes we're dropping our first barrel private barrel ever we're gonna release it at the Great Smoke first um I don't know where we have any left and i don't know what the legality is in shipping liquor across state lines so we're trying to find out so this first barrel selection may just be uh, in live in attendance person only that's why we haven't answered your questions we really don't know the answers yet in fact i ran into kevin our legal counsel last night and he's looking into it but he, he thinks there may be a path but nothing we're gonna be able to get done in the next two weeks so we'll see what
3: happens. so perka coming live there you
0: go Perka coming live Absolutely. Uh, you know. Absolutely. But if you know somebody who's coming and you got a friend, there you go. You know, see if they can pick up a bottle for you. Absolutely. Other than that, anybody got anything going on this week? This week? I got nothing this week. Being well, this past week. Oh, well, we went to the uh, the Renaissance Fair.
3: We went to the Renaissance yeah. Fair.
0: Oh, he picked here. up his annual sword.
3: I didn't pick up a sword.
0: Oh, no, you got a helmet this year. That's right. You got a helmet. <laughs>
3: Okay, go got a helmet
0: this year. Spartacus. <laughs> and, and, now I and he walked around in that helmet. Absolutely,
3: absolutely. Absolutely. I don't understand why these things are at the Renaissance fair because it's about a it's a gladiator thing. Yeah, it's about a thousand years prior to the Renaissance. Seriously. But it being there, I'm 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 damn sure I'm gonna buy it. I need to I need they, I need to order a, a helmet stand, right?
0: Right <laughs> shout, huzzah
3: huzzah huzzah to the uh, paper tipper.
0: Yeah, I did a paper tipper. <laughs> that was
3: funny with the guy at the concession scene with you. Oh, yeah, I went,
0: I went up there. I guess I was intimidating because, like, he's literally shouting, I said, ah, I did paper tipper. So I go up there. I buy some waters and stuff. He goes, you really don't want me to shout out loud, do you? I said, absolutely not. He goes, thanks for the tip. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, my gosh. How about you, Coop? Anything interesting this week? Well, I just it, got
3: a uh, pro cigar, right?
0: Yeah,
4: I was at Pro Cigar. I was actually in Florida till Wednesday cuz I had non-cigar stuff I had to do. So it was a very busy uh I that was a long trip I took. That was 13 days. That's the longest trip I've taken in since before the pandemic. And uh I'm home this week. I, I don't know how these cigar people it, again, these reps and, and sales managers and stuff and whoever. They do all this travel. I I mean, I know I like to travel, but it's hard is what I'll just a, tell you. It's
0: a breed, it's a breed coop.
4: Yeah, L- let me tell it you something be.
3: I was like dumbfounded we had R- Raphael on for the release of the final TGS exclusive on Wednesday and this guy's literally going around the world in the next three weeks
4: oh yes yeah. yeah. I
3: mean he's going, he's all over like in the, in the span of three weeks.
4: He and it's not, yeah. I mean, I was with him in the DR and he was nonstop. I mean, and he was up late smoking with us every night. We had this kind of group that's yeah, small.
3: And he's like, it's not like he's a young, single guy in his 20s, like bopping no. around the
4: world. I mean, Look, it's a different and, breed. And when you're a Pro Cigar, it's carnage. You're going to eat a lot. And he gets home, right? And the carnage like continues at home. Like, he just doesn't like, let up. Like, <laughs> when he gets home, he's like eating these rich meals every night, you know, filling meals is, you know. <laughs>
0: rafael nodal is without a doubt living his best life oh he Absolutely. is he is i mean there's, it's there's hard being people, him sometimes i think yes there are certain people you look at and you <laughs> say dude you're just living your best life god bless him too
4: he is and he and he's really ha you know i could tell you he's really happy what he's doing and i, sure. I got this yeah it's just uh and he's done a good job at what he's doing on top of that yeah
0: i think he's done a great job He yes has, yes he has, i uh, really ha- i really have i mean uh just as a retailer to who has a lot of experience in dealing with companies of that magnitude to be able to pick up the phone and call one person yeah and coordinate a project or a plan and he always gets back to me and he deals with it directly is amazing 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 i won't mention other names of which organizations but like uh, some of these guys is like 800 chiefs and no one can make a decision it's like mind-boggling
4: yeah yeah and i I think that model was a key thing like I think Altidus really has turned the corner on a lot of things, not that they were doing, but they've gone to the next level. And I think it's that model that they've done, you know, where they go, you know, Raphael's kind of managing that piece now. And I think that's what they needed.
0: Any, 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 you know, he's not, he's attainable. I mean, I text his, he texts me back every time. I don't got to wait a week. I don't got to hunt him down. Um, And that's what makes it so nice to work with companies like that. So absolutely. Absolutely.
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. Got, got to give
3: some recognition to our good friend Michael Herklotz. Raised a record four hundred forty thousand dollars during the Pro Cigar auction. Yeah, pretty impressive. Yeah.
0: We um, talked about it on Coop's show Friday night. You know, night. was it Thursday? Yeah, my days. Uh, That's yeah, uh, great. Smoke. We, we went into fr- we went into Friday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so technically was Friday. Technically, it was, Friday, yeah. it was both. <laughs> but um, it's a gift it's a gift because to do that you're literally kind of almost borderline semi-harassing people right anytime you're auctioning off raising my maturity you know you kind of beating people up he has such an eloquence in a way about him that it's so polished and refined it and and i think that's why he does so well that's a gift
3: well everybody got to see a glimpse of it and we Mm -hmm. we aired the the interviews last week for kma when that was totally ad-libbed that was not part of the show when tgs 2021 when michael raffled off the one of the opus x cigars
0: he raffled off uh they, they went then he went and raffled off the one that carlito paid for he, split it. he managed to yeah. split it he, he, oh yeah yeah he, he got two he's people so,
3: he's so all you gotta do is say yes <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. And I mean, yeah no he's yeah. got a gift
4: yeah he does I, I got to see the auction this year and well, first of all, I was saying this on the show with Abe, Michael really gets behind the products that, he has to get behind these products that are in the office. Sure. So,
0: That's why and, it comes off so well. Yeah.
4: Yeah. And then what he, you know, he's after, you know, he's the guy who's trying to get people to bid high. He's really sharp on how much to kind of raise the bids and stuff. Like that. he just, he, you can see he's got a knack and he knows what he's doing. That is not an easy thing to do because you don't want to raise the bid too high, you know, sure. and then, and then end up low bowling. So, so that gift. It's not just the skill in the delivery; it's the skill in managing that those bids as well. And I think he did a great job with that.
3: Yeah, is, I mean, I, I was looking at some of the bids and like where where the starting bid was and where it landed. You know, you can you can see that obviously there's got to be a guy conducting that to get those kind of bids that high. Yeah, you know, and you got yeah. stuff starting at twenty five hundred and, and and stopping at forty thousand. That's got to be some credit <laughs> to Michael.
4: I thought it was funny that I didn't have the final bids and someone else who wasn't at Pro Cigar had the final, what the final prices were. It was kind of funny. funny. That was fun. Yeah. But that lucky I had most of it written down, but, but yeah, Yeah. but some of them I didn't. And I'm like, Oh, interesting. They got all those bids. That's what I asked for. So
0: (laughs) I'm going to tell you something throughout my career, when I've had big projects or big things happening going on, there's sometimes that decision or that point that pretty much would have made or break that project. And asking michael to be part of the digital experience in 2021 was one of those decisions i don't think that's half as good or half as successful if michael doesn't agree to do uh, the great smoke of digital experience and that's a fact in my opinion
3: Um agree 100 well, percent. and you know it's interesting we even almost had a plan b so we'll, we will never know there. what the yeah. great smoke digital experience with fred ruey would have been had michael been stuck due to weather
0: well you know, just the sheer fact of me deciding at some point, I can't do this alone because that wasn't always in the plan.
3: It wasn't, you know? but yeah, it, it wasn't always the
0: plan. I, and I'm walking through this in my head and how this is going to work for certain. I said, dude, I can't do this alone. This is like you know, insane. And that's why I started reaching out to people who co hosted. And that was the key. And Michael was without a doubt our first choice. And, you know, I wasn't, Michael was still working. Nat Sherman was still open at the time. Right. Uh, in fact, when I asked him, there was no talk about them closing at the time. I just wasn't sure how that was going to go down. And you know
4: yeah think the stars it
0: went down right
4: it, it did um it really did and you know like I said I think I think to the uh you know you have Paul and Kim they did a great job last year as the roving reporters um that's not an easy thing to do either and I think they got they nailed it
0: last year really well you know it's a good chemistry they they yeah. really it really is yeah. a good chemistry of them
3: back uh, bouncing back and forth absolutely
0: and yeah. I'm just gonna tell you something you know they they're so excited to do it you know kim texted me the other day wanting to know what her schedule is and paul's excited so i think that's why it comes off it's not like hey there's a job for me i gotta go in today and work i right. think they're just excited to be yeah. part of it and they do a great job i'm I'm kind of looking forward to this year we just went through the uh i had my first meeting i think it was friday maybe thursday and we got a uh, second meeting but know we, uh, we have the whole timeline and schedule for 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 the great smoke wow oh yeah it's done minute by minute so just so you know you know like 1155 is the first segment 1201 1205 1209 i mean it's thought out by the minute there are 70 segments in this broadcast
2: and,
0: wow oh yeah and yeah i guess or, it adds up yeah i guess it adds I mean, up yeah. yeah i mean listen, hours, <laughs> look there's the name of the segment you know over here is what the name of the segment is the the time breakdown how many minutes that segment is and then there's notes for the cameraman and the director what's supposed to be emphasized what digital graphic what audio is going in at the time and then over here over here are the notes for me michael I mean mostly michael paul and kim and what's going on and where the direction is going in the next segment and then we put all this on cue cards for them so they don't have to walk around with this big so they'll have 70 cue cards in their hand instead of this yeah. Paul, who there it is okay this is done Alex Monday we're making KMA t-shirts a new KMA limited edition special t-shirt maybe we should make them to order
4: uh put my employee put on one
0: Paul, who. Paul, who. Paul Paul, who. Paul, Paul who. who it could be the greatest KMA shirt ever made it, it. I love it and, and you know what Michael for the inspiration you get your shirt free Oh, should, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that
4: was a great idea. want to look <laughs> at
0: hashtag Paul Who shirts. Paul, okay, who. Yeah. Paul R- who? Remember, break down Michael Zekovek so We can remember to get him his shirt. Did, you, yeah.
4: you guys may not remember this. You remember Don Ho, the, the Hawaiian? Yeah, guy? tiny bubbles, well, bro. Yeah, the whole joke with him was like he was this Hawaiian star, but he'd do all these TV appearances, and no, like the joke was nobody knew who he was. So they'd say, "Uh, it, we're talking to Don Ho," and they go, "Don Who? Don Ho?" And that was always the joke with him. So hearing in. that kind of just reminds me of that, yeah.
0: Paul Who. That's Paul who? Paul who. Paul Who? Paul who? Well, we've finished all our limited releases. We went through listen, man. Yeah. Coop, you were the last show because I did this like Coop called it a book tour, right? I think we, it was called, 14, we
4: were yeah, we called it the book tour.
0: <laughs> it was like 14 bloggers. So Wednesday night was the last digital release. The, right. uh, Great cigar by Rafael Nodal, a a special Monte Cristo that he made. And um, if you didn't catch it, watch it, because there's a very special cigar, and I have an inkling of what it is that um, they haven't talked about or released yet. But anybody who buys a box of uh, the Monte Cristo TGS release, and it's supposed to be the most expensive Monte Cristo they were made, according to him, um, he's throwing in a cigar with a box for everybody. So that was very nice of him. And you couldn't tell everybody anybody what it is yet because they haven't talked about it yet. No, so that was a very nice, Raphael. And then Thursday night I finished my tour with Coop, and I finally told my wife because my wife's like every night I'm setting up in the house for like the ten eleven o'clock ones, and I'm here late at the shop doing shit. I'm like, all right, it's all done. And then unfortunately, she's still not going to see me for two weeks because now the great smoke really gets in the grind. But
2: yeah,
0: if you didn't catch the show Thursday night with Coop, I I highly recommend it. I I mean for me it was just another show but I've gotten more PMs and messages and shares about that show. I guess evidently it was a very good show.
4: I Look, I, you were great on it, Abe. And you know, we, I was worried, we were, we, Aaron and I were worried about this show because look, you and I do this show every week. We talk a lot. You've done a lot of these other shows. What we were just kind of really worried about how this was if people be tired of it. So when I was working with your admin, I said, I just don't wanna do the show the same week as someone else. If we could just get a week. So it ended up being this week, right? which was the end and i said let's try it and um i tried to aaron and i put some things together to be a little different and it I, was I, I, it was yeah
0: but it seemed to have resonated well I've, I've i've got more people reach out to me saying what a great show and i've seen more shares of that show than most of any other ones i did so who would have figured
4: so yeah I think it, it was i mean well, are you sure
0: said, you want to be the first one on the nft tour Yes, I do. I do. <laughs> yeah, so, Coop locked me down. He's getting the first. He's yeah. The first, uh... He deserves it. Yeah. One one piece of feedback I got
4: from one person was very interesting. They said, like, you a- 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 you know the history of the event uh, almost as good as Abe. And a lot, he said a lot of the other people, you know, don't have the history that you had of going to the event for over 10 years. Maybe that was a difference. I don't know. But I didn't think of that until someone said that to me.
0: I think it was more than the event. You hit some good topics, and we had good discussions that had nothing to do with the event as well. I think yeah. that people were very interested in. But yeah, it was a it was a fun show. It was sure really was. Fun,
4: so yeah, I guess for folks who know, it may be our number one show by next week with, of 2023. Right? I mean, we had we had two big guests with Pete Johnson and Malolo, and, and this is on a pace to pass it. Right, those guys. Just
0: curious, not... who's your number one show of all time?
4: Uh, Johnson drew.
0: What? Well, how many times have you had him on? Once. Oh, well, there you go yeah
4: it was John. he doesn't do a lot of us we had him on uh in 2020 during the
0: pandemic yeah during the pandemic during the pandemic
4: I yeah we, we we managed to get him and uh uh yeah that, that's our number one nick perdomo is number two um and then the show that you did with garofalo and jeff is number three that was, that was a, was good a, bit, that was a really good, that. Show. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: good show. yeah yeah who, yeah who have you who have you wanted to get on the show but have been unable to john humor fortunately i have more leverage yeah you know it's, it's very hard to say no to somebody when they're your customer right. and you're spending a lot of money with them so right. you, you you have a little bit of a bigger hurdle in booking over but john Jamie humor is a introvert he doesn't it, I don't it, think- it, it,
4: it's not been like we've interviewed on trade shows but we haven't had him on the show it's, he really doesn't want to do nights is the issue we've All talked about going we have talked about going to nashville and do doing something though um because we do want to interview him i, I think he we I, and i think the way i want to interview him is kind of not been done in a long time I, you know so i really want to kind of go back into some of the archives with him too um so but that's probably the guy i really You're want to interview.
0: a little director studio with him you know sitting chairs yeah, next to each other yeah
4: yeah yeah i mean uh i i got to interview tim a couple of times once here and when on my show so that he was the guy i crossed off the list this past year
0: Nice. Who, who, who are some of your hardest and has now become the William Cooper interview? Who are right. some of your, your hardest acquisitions? To get on a show? Yeah.
4: Obviously, Carlito took a long time to get, but we got him, sure. right? So Carlito Fuente was, uh, was one for Car- sure.
0: Carlito's availability post and pre-pandemic is two different universes.
3: Absolutely.
4: Yeah, no, that that definitely was hard. Um, I did, like, on my previous podcast, I did get Jose Cejas, um, which was, I thought, at the time, a very big interview to
0: get. Yeah, we had him on KMA early on too. Yeah,
4: yeah. Well, a, a, an amazing interview. Probably still one of the ones I go back on. Sadly,
0: I think I. Sadly, when we say Jose Sejas, most people don't even know who we're talking about. It's a. It's this guy. You've probably Never. Everyone, never he, they never made him the face.
4: They never made him the face, and you know the, the thing is, you probably have smoked a Jose Sejas blend in your. Everybody life. has. Is, is Everybody smoking,
0: has. Have you been smoking longer than fifteen years? Yeah. 10 15 12 maybe somewhere in there 15 I, I forget it's all blends now but you without a doubt have smoked a jose saas blend it's inevitable. yeah
4: it's another yeah so i mean that's that was a huge one at the time when i got that um you know and we're working you know jonathan wasn't easy to get either i gotta say that it's he's got he yeah, to, to nail down yeah yeah uh glenn we got glenn wolfson too i think we're the only podcast to ever get glenn wolfson who's jonathan's boss So we we got – and he was actually a very good interview.
0: Yeah, Glenn would be interesting.
4: Yeah, he's a very interesting guy. Good, You know, just the whole situation, how he came into Drew Estate, and, you know, he was kind of the outsider who came in, which is interesting. We should get him on and
0: see and talk to him about the mass exodus going
4: on. Right.
3: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I like Glenn. I got to spend some time with Glenn uh, out one night where they were smoking the water
4: after – event nice guy good nice guy, guy. Oh, very yeah. approachable guy very approachable yeah. guy yeah, yeah really is and kind of picture kind of guy who will pick your brain as well
0: yes
3: yeah, and, yeah legitimately asked like for yeah. feedback legitimately
0: yep. yep so those of you who've gotten the virtual great smoke packs they began shipping out yesterday yes so a batch went out yesterday the rest is probably gonna go out Monday. They didn't get through all of them yesterday, so the rest is gonna go out Monday, but they are in transit. Some of you guys have gotten your tracking information and the rest will probably go out Monday. And if you haven't got a virtual ticket, they're still available. So yes. jump on it, seriously, jump on it. Look, Coop's even wearing the beads. What a sport.
3: He's, he's Marty Gras out this morning. I mean, oh, listen, man, those
0: man. are nice beads too. They're not cheap they beads. Are, they are. <laughs> they're, they're not, not cheap beads. Yeah. No, it's all good stuff. So we do have a guest today, don't we, Alex? We have a guest. Yes. And uh, you know, we tried to get you to, you know, do a little Santa Claus scene with him, but it wasn't happening. Not we not tried Alex. talking about Alex shot it down. We, we it.
4: Put, I enough. put the money, we put the money up, babe but what can we say? We tried. You
0: know? Bo- Coop and I both went fifty-fifty to pay for it, but it wasn't.
4: Yeah. It, it <laughs>
0: wasn't. Oh, we by tried. the way, to announce, thank you, big thank you to everyone who contributed to the Boys and Girls Club of Broward County. We yes, did, we we did we did hit the mark. Um, and Bradley Rubin will be getting his mustache shaved on the main stage during the Great Smoke. And anybody could watch it, all you got to do is watch the Great Smoke. But well Alec done, was, folks! Yes, yeah, we'll we will have a barber there, and Alec will be getting shaved. That mustache is coming off. I talked to him though, he said he's gonna grow it right back. That's okay. I said it's you might like it. like it. You might like it. He goes, No, I know. Right. Well. He goes, it's, okay. no, it's still coming I off. I gotta tell you something. Here's a guy who really doesn't want to do it. Absolutely. He does not like, some people don't give a shit. I raised my coax them into it during the yeah, He chances. doesn't want to do it.
4: Broadcast. I, I don't think he thought it was gonna happen.
0: Well, his 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 mother got us 20% of the way there. <laughs> yeah, <So laughs> literally. Obviously yeah. He didn't, I don't think yeah. he underestimated. <laughs> you know, Let so. me tell you
3: something. It ain't just his
0: mother. If you go look at that list, there's a a lot of Rubens in there. Rubens went. The Rubens
4: really rallied behind that.
0: So my plan is to gather the mustache, and my daughter's an artist. I'm going to have her draw like a little like Luigi mustache on a piece of paper, and I'm going to write uh, Bradley Rubens mustache, shave the Great Smoke 2023. I'm going to get framed. It's going to go on my wall in my office. Perfect. (laughs) His stash will exist. That stash will exist.
3: Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah, it won't disappear, but it won't. Be it won't open.
0: disappear for as long as I, for for as long as as, as I'm alive, it won't yeah. exist. So yeah. should we should we um run Do in this the maker yeah. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. Wow, he just looked magic. Appeared. He like appeared, it was magic.
3: He wasn't even here a minute ago. I don't know how he got in. Poof. (laughs) (laughs) So, we are here with Kevin Schweitzer of Rockefeller Cigars, who's got a new release for us.
0: A very interesting release. Why don't you tell us about it, Kevin? So, The Art of Magic 3.
1: There you go.
3: This is what the magicians.
1: The magicians' wand. wand. So every magician needs a wand. So it's part of their apprentice work. You know what I mean? They need a wand to do disappearing, appearing acts.
3: So me being a history guy, what, what is the what is the origin of the wand? Is it like a wizard thing?
1: Is it it's comfort? a wizard thing. Yep. And then it came into regular magic. And then you know there was stuff. Does anybody magic? know how a wand with,
0: I any know black magic it? It? stuff? What? Oh, uh, does, do you know how a wand went from being like a wooden stick or a thing to that to that trademark black and white tipped stick?
1: Yeah, it's kind of like a Harry Potter thing. Kid was walking around in the forest and found a stick, and decided he could figure out how to put spells on people with it. Yeah, but so why? He said, you know why
0: what? Let's the, go. Why is the wand? You, uh, maybe there isn't a story, but what made it the origin for a wand to look like a black stick with two white ends, like you know, you've made the cigar here. How did that become like the, the standard oh. for a wand, a magician's wand? You know, oh. like a, a black stick I'm, not, or sure. I'm not sure. Don't know. I'm not gonna answer. Although that I don't
1: know.
3: I'm curious.
1: It's a good a good question, though.
3: Being a magician that you are, can you make an art of magic cigar appear for me to smoke?
0: That's great.
3: That's great. great.
0: <laughs> That's great. Look, I just made another one appear. Look at that. Now yeah, now now um which how many times now is the is the second or third release uh, of third one. Right. one third
3: was the first one
0: i
1: can also. the,
3: the first one wasn't themed though no right that it was, was the
1: original one in on the line the art of magic. magic
3: yep then you had and the we put edition.
1: 1902 on it so 1902 was the year society of american magicians started by houdini
3: then you had the card edition.
1: then we had the card edition, which meant expert in card magic and now and now we have the magician's wand Yep. And then there'll be a fourth, and then there'll be a fifth. We have one. Hopefully, will be ready for PCA. Hopefully.
3: Really? <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. So, tell us about
4: this cigar, Kevin.
1: So, the cigar is a Kubra wrapper, which a lot of people don't use Kubra. I don't know, coop. How many people have used Kubra over the years?
4: It's not a lot. I maybe mean, you know. It, it seems like it's used a little more in the Dominican, is where I see it used. Right, but I mean, yeah. as far as manufacturers been using it, it's not a lot. I see sometimes as binder, a but but uh this is a lighter kuba wrapper too right it's a lighter
1: kuba wrapper than the darker right which makes a little more unique yeah right and then we put these hard stock plastic things on well like paper to pull them off easy so they don't rip the cigar there was a purpose to that right i'm glad you thought of that i was actually worried
4: about that when i had this i hope these come off yeah
1: no 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 no. we worried about because the ribbons were pulling so we don't want to use the ribbons
0: well look at that
1: What, what can we use second to match the tuxedo, there you go, Allison. Uh, Allison, on point, man.
0: The yeah. obvious answer when you think about a it. Cut. Right. Oh, uh, look at this guy with the gas. It'd
3: been cooler if you made the cap just disappear. Yeah. The
0: cap? Yeah. I just bite
1: it off. And just make spe- it disappear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so it's a Cooper wrapper. It's got an Indonesian binder, and it's got four different fillers in it. Are you getting that coop? Yep. So it's very unique on the taste of the smoke, right?
4: Oh, right out of the as gate, it's very is, unique. Right. Yeah.
1: And it ramps up as you smoke it.
4: Yeah, I mean, this is my first time I'm firing it up. Uh, I, I sent Kevin a, I said, Kevin, look what I found. He's like, how did you get that? Like, I was in the office. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, when I was talking, I was like, when did you get that? When you posted it? I think you posted it or something. I saw well, it. Well, I didn't randomly. post
4: it public. I just sent it to you. But, okay. yeah. Uh, but, no, it's – a kevin the other thing is like you kind and of I like the factors. roughness of
1: this too it makes me feel like i'm actually in the dominican republic with victor de la cruz sitting on his porch <laughs> with the roosters yelling away <laughs>
3: this is a 7x44 lonsdale?
1: 7x44 lonsdale It's like a lonsdale on steroids
3: nice size yeah what kind of size
1: you've gone to
4: different factories for each of these art of magics as you mentioned So that's the whole
1: idea right yeah the whole idea is to use a different factory for each one right and then eventually, probably make a five pack with the leftovers of a magician's five pack.
0: So I guess we know we're going to five. At least, <laughs> that's good, Abe. There's a little teaser for you. <laughs> Do you know? Have you already thought about who the, the, the other next two you're going to work with? Absolutely. Really? Would you I like, have it planned would, out to. The, would you, would I you like planned out the
1: next three. Would you what? like to share?
0: Would you like to share?
1: I mean, one is a good friend of yours. I'm working with him next. We're actually in the process of it now.
0: You just near it done to have pretty much half the industry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, we're working with Espinosa on the next one.
0: Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there's a little, there's a little KMA tidbit for you. We should there make is. a little soundbite for KMA tidbits. <laughs>
4: right, you heard it here first.
0: Right, you heard it here. Well, you know, Eric, that's a good a, combination. That's a good Duffy one. That's a
4: good combination right cuz he likes magic too. He he's really into magic, Eric. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's dude. always done card tricks and stuff that I've seen over the years. The
0: only years. difference is, is that he thinks he's good at it. Yes. yes. Is good at episode. Well,
3: <laughs> I mean, you know, and it, it, that's the same with his card play. He he swears he's a good card player as well, whether it's poker, or skull or anything else, which he's not.
0: <laughs> okay, listen to me. What, I, I think i think there's a common thing here because he thinks he's a good singer too and if you ever heard wow. him carry? He if you ever song. heard him carry, yeah yeah four non-blondes and if you yeah. ever heard him sing it it's not you don't <laughs> want to hear me sing for sure no so, but, <laughs> not at all
4: but eric sees that one song and you know what's funny everyone wants to hear him sing it so <laughs> oh my mommy it's yeah, not yeah. on. that one it's uh what's going on i'm Is gonna, gonna cool? tell
0: you something i get, somebody's got to remind me because i always talk about this shit during came in and i forget during the week but Probably would have been a but I have a video maybe somewhere deep in my phone. Deep. It was at the El e. original release in 2010. um, And for whatever reason, well, Eric was, I think at that time, having his cigars made by Papine, and Marvin had just come up. And they were singing at John Bull when it was still there next door. They did karaoke, and I got video of Eric singing Four Non Blondes. Oh, you got to get that. I'm we gonna. See, I'm gonna see if I can dig that up out of the deep. I was, I was
3: there. I was there for a post TGS karaoke at John Bull. I remember Groover singing and shit. I remember one of those. Oh yes. Oh you yes. Were
0: coming, you were coming to smoke in that long? Because I never even heard of you or knew who you were until. No, I played. didn't know
3: you back then. And I mean, yeah, I mean, we're talking. We're talking. West Palm. Great smoke Old,
0: Old West Palm days, which
3: is, yeah, which is like unfathomable that the great smoke was there,
0: right? how you go to meet? You were just in a store, and he randomly woke up. Well, you know, I acquired Delray Beach, it? where he was a regular, right? Okay, that's that's well, how I you didn't become really...
3: a regular until you acquired Delray. I became a regular because of Vinny, because I knew Vinny.
0: No, you you no. were no, I dude, knew Vinny because from... you okay. were hanging around Carissa when I was still when I still had the shop before well, that's Vinny. What I'm but that's no,
3: well, yeah. But Vinny was kind of no, 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 no. That was during no, no. Head. I had the
0: shop for six months before I, I, Vinny took it. I know
3: that, but I didn't start going there until Vinny had it because I knew Vinny. Because as you know, you acquired it, the people who ran it prior to was, yeah, yeah, awful. Was,
0: uh,
3: I wouldn't go there when Vinny acquired it. I knew Vinny from Prime, so I started going over there supporting Vinny. Well, you were out
0: going me. over there before Vinny,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it had become a smoke, I know.
0: Then. Because what happened was you had become friends with Carissa. When I opened that shop, because she was working over there, right. And then when we opened Boyton, and she came over to work here, that's when you started coming here, and I'd run into yeah. you here.
3: Yeah, and and so so I had a weird schedule at that time. I was off on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, like the oddest days of the week. And at that point, you were still, I worked long hours on a week. I only worked four days a week, but that's at the time you were still sitting out front doing work, right? Yeah,
0: out, out of the populace.
3: Yes, you were amongst the common folk. I don't know how you got work. We didn't. We didn't get work done. You know the kind of shit we would do, like back then. You know, able to get work done, and then we would make a random decision to go run to the fucking mall and buy a poker table in the middle of we, the day. We, we, wasted, we,
0: wasted, we wasted a whole day getting a. How did we get it here? Did you have a pickup truck? Oops. No,
3: somebody had a truck. I don't remember who had a truck.
0: Somebody was hanging out with us.
3: I think. So I think. Awesome. I want to say your brother-in-law gary either had a truck i'm pretty sure he went no and- he
0: wasn't there That we he we used to have these up. we used to have these two little high tops and really wasn't room to play anything right. and we went online and we found these two nice and they're the tables that still sit out here literally most people don't know it because they, they're nice and varnished tops but if you take a top off there's a poker table underneath right and um we found these online somewhere all they had was like like actually
3: furniture or something yeah it's well and floor, we literally floor literally.
0: model left floor model left we drove we picked up that day and bought them and put them here just so we could play poker for that I day. think
3: it was one and then you had to order the other one
0: no it was the floor model oh no we took the floor model we so we could have model. one that yeah, night and and the other one the other one. Yeah. yeah
3: I don't remember somebody had a truck we put on the back of the truck and yeah. brought it back. I don't know if it was a I don't think it was AJ I don't even know who Who knows but yeah that's the kind of work that got done that's hence yeah. why A. moved into the office and stopped working out in, in the lounge
0: I worked out. I used to work in the lounge for the majority of my career. I think I moved in an office probably about seven years ago, eight years ago. Just, yeah, it's too hard to work. Can't get work done yeah, right. out there. Right,
3: because shit like that happens. You know? Yeah, <laughs> literally all day, wound up on a poker table. Mission, successful mission too. Somebody's banging on the door. Who's banging on the
0: door? Cool, what flavors again? That could be that could be my kids.
4: It, Kevin, it's very—it's—it's it's got some creaminess out on the onset, a nice sweetness. Um, definitely, uh, it's—it's. It's, I put it as um, it's not overpowering in terms of strength either. I put it, you know, just a tad on the medium. Really yes. nice start to this, but yeah. it's got a smoothness and creaminess. Um, it's very different. Each of these releases have been very different. Which is the whole point, yep. Which is the whole point, yeah. But uh, this one is like, I would just say it's like, and the other thing I'll say is each year of those releases have been very different than the Rockefeller, you know, what you've done in the core, core line. line yep. Yeah, yeah. But I love the sweetness I'm getting off this cigar. It's a nice, uh, I, I kind of didn't expect the sweetness and the smoothness from a Cuban wrapper. I got to be honest with you. So I'm, I am very pleasantly surprised. Well, Cooper
1: I mean, masks out a lot of all the fillers inside it, right? So you got four fillers going on. Yeah. You have Nicaragua and Dominican fillers, but you have Corojo in there, HVA in there, you know, and some other ones too.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And you've, you've worked with this factory. They, they, he did the uh, he does your Dominican Blue Line. Yes. Yeah.
1: Victor de la Cruz is a genius, yeah. in my opinion. I mean, he was in charge of the whole Ava line back in the days in the 80s. And he's made some really, really good stuff. He was production manager at Davidoff there in the 1980s. What was it, Tobacco Dom back then, I think? Yeah. Yeah. So when you sit with him, he's a very, very smart guy. He doesn't speak much English, but he's a very, very smart guy. Yeah. So his son, Hardy, is there to translate everything.
0: Okay. Yeah. You haven't learned Spanish yet, Kevin? I'm learning a little bit from Bobble. You know what the thing is? The
1: Cubans talk very fast. Like, I'm starting to learn a lot of stuff, but the way they do it is very, very fast.
0: It's, it's, look, it's hard. Yeah, I have, I mean, I speak semi-fluent Spanish, and I have a difficult time understanding Cubans, even sometimes even understanding Dominicans. And then they have different uses of the same word. Yeah. Right. It's, you know, one of my favorite stories is um, we went down, me and a bunch of fellas, to actually hang out at gene arganese's house if that rings a bell to anybody um arganese cigars yeah he had a a beautiful house down there so i mean about i think six or seven guys we went down there and um one of the guys wanted lobster so we're on the hunt for live main lobster in the dr right in (laughs) santiago is is that kevin laughing back there
1: sounds like the poker table no i'm I'm serious
0: So we're on the hunt, and we're going stop to stop this poor driver. He had this cool little bus, and we were all in it. And um, we went from hunt to hunt to hunt. And uh, I guess somebody forgot something at the house or something happened. And they told me, listen, tell them to go to the house now before the next stop. We want to go to the house now. Now, you know, the Spanish that I learned in school, the Spain Spanish, you know, ahora is now. And ahorita, which is a form of the word ahora, typically is used as right now, right? So you got ahora and ahorita, which is right now. So I'm telling this driver, you know, we need to go to the house right now. Let's go right now. And we've been on the road too long. And everybody starts questioning me. They say, dude, I know how to speak Spanish. I told the guy to go right now. Are you sure? And I keep asking the guy, are you going right now? he's telling me yeah i'm going right now i'm going right now (laughs) (laughs) and and then he ends up we end up going to this place looking for lobster again i'm like what the fuck, dude and i did and that's when i realized that in the dominican republic and maybe in some other latin american speaking countries ahorita means later so Uh, i mean
3: Abe, did you learn proper spanish
0: yeah, I mean, I, I was school studied. So here's what happened. Right. So, right. I was so, school so, studied. So I took, I took and what
3: everybody else speaks from region to region is why
0: four years of Spanish in, in high school and three in college. So I was speaking decent Spanish. Then we had the grocery business. Um. We had Mexicans who worked for us. And some of them when we hired them didn't speak any English at all. And That's when I really started using it every day. And then it really became, my Spanish became really more Mexican Spanish. And then I realized that they have expressions and words that is not used in any other form of Spanish. It's really interesting, but you know, it's the same thing as Arabic, right? Like I speak, I mean, I don't even know what the word is, but I speak the most common like street Arabic, you know, like the peasant Arabic, right? I watched the news there, I can't understand half of what they say on the news it's a, they speak like a, they speak a formal traditional arabic that i don't i have a hard time understanding and then if i speak to an egyptian it's just as hard but to my dad like if my dad's talking to an egyptian to him it's like talking to somebody from boston
3: right Right. You know,
0: it's 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 a slip. But for me, I'm like, whoa, what's what, what you know?
3: Right, right. Well, I, I feel like it's the same in most language. Italian is the same way, you know, northern Italian versus Different. southern Italian dialects. Different dialects, you know? yeah. yeah. But I yeah. you're
0: Italian, you get used to it. It's like us listening to somebody from... But, Texas, well,
3: that's a good analogy. Yeah, to Austin. your dad. It's like somebody speaking with a ball sack. Yeah. gets yeah. to you, you know, to somebody that's not too kind of learned it.
0: Yeah, my ears like really toned to that one dialect and I, I get struggle with the other ones.
4: Oh, it's true. I've been told, like you know, when you going for translators in particular, when you get translators from people from Central America, Nicaragua, it's t- it's not the same. Like you have to have someone who understands their their dialect better. You know, it's it's so it's Spanish, but yet it's different.
1: That's it's true. just faster.
4: Yeah,
0: it's reminds faster. me of a Wall Street
1: trading desk. It's very loud and fast.
0: Yeah, and they and they have expressions. I mean, there's tons of Mexican expressions. Like when I would. When I moved down to Florida, I go to Miami. I use them. They look at me like, well, "What the fuck is that?" What I you never it. heard? That? He's, no, that's not even such a word. I'm like, "Really?" Yep. You know, so it's 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 uh, it's it's odd. It's very odd. Now I don't know if I asked you, Kevin. Uh, what was the production on on, on, on this year's uh, limited release? Two thousand cigars out of that factory because it's a smaller factory, and we want everyone to try it. Where is that compared to the other? Although two?
1: Dominican Blue does great that comes mm-hmm. out of that factory I gotta make a little change here so it's 200 boxes 200 boxes yeah how does that compare to American Caribbean that does on Nicaragua but how, how,
0: how was it 200 of each release prior no the one
1: before that was 4,000. so 400 boxes the one with I originally was 200 boxes so a small batch that's extremely small batch the next one's gonna be bigger with Espinosa
0: I'm. I'm assuming as a c- company, you, they're all out. You're gone. Um, which
1: ones? You are talking about this
0: one? Yes, no, they're all gone. They're, they're all gone. gone. They're gone. It's nice. That's Get them out right, there. Yeah, Get people try them. Good. This is very um, nice cigar. This is a really nice cigar. Thank you, yep. Coop. Yep. What did you change, Alex? I didn't notice anything.
4: My fan.
3: I usually. Oh, have okay. Stuff. This way just to keep the smoke out, but with Kevin being right there, it's like fuck. So I, just, I had to change I it. didn't know
1: i had to bring a headset.
3: Nah, you I was like, I thought you were we make it work. i make it work here. But we had
0: a special adapt, overcome.
3: We had a special promotion this week. We had we
0: had a really special promotion, and you want to you know you don't want to know what if you haven't heard about is it still up, Alex, or did you take it down? Took
3: it down.
0: All right, so no, you can't jump on now. So we you had still very, You can still buy automatic. We have a very special promotion online uh all week and if you bought a five pack you got an entry and and what and what's what was the prize that we're giving away alex
3: so we got two prizes runner-up prize is a 20 pack of uh rockefeller i believe i want to say from february 2022 connoisseur club so essentially unreleased cigars somebody's going to win a 20 pack and then as a grand prize we have a 10 count box of was it the gold, rockefeller gold box press toro yeah. and a yep. nice, nice big nice. super swag pack from kevin deck of cards ashtray all the good
0: is, is it a real deck of cards or is it a magicians
1: deck of no cards? It's a, it says auto magic on the front yeah. we actually uh, use that as a business card when we were at tpe one, one year
0: oh okay all right, nice. because you
1: know why someone gets home they go in their pocketbook or they go in their who knows their bag and they pull out a card why do i have a card and it brings back the whole experience of the magic
0: yeah look at you <laughs> so do we do we have a, a a a wheel Of
1: course we do
2: the we'll famous
0: go. wheel I, I'm, I'm assuming we're gonna draw for the the 20 pack of the connoisseur club first
2: Sure.
0: all right we're gonna do, we're gonna give away the prize live on KMA radio about as that? we love being 100 transparent with our giveaways no goofing around no playing this is the wheel nothing we anybody can do about it it's a lot of entries there and let's uh let's see who the lucky winner. Of a 20 pack of the Connoisseurs Club, a never released very limited cigar that Kevin did for a program that we ran oh, for a couple oh. of years. It ended actually this past December. Oh, I can't read that. Jeff something. Jeff, Jeff Dillingham. Rigged. Congratulations. Rigged, Mr. Rigged. That's,
1: that's his that's He, he never loses. So uh, we did an event at Hun Humidor in Long Island for their Raked. holiday party. <laughs> Guess who won? Jeff Dillingham. Wow, the, guy says rigged. Rigged. the guy never loses. I've never seen anything like it in my life. Did you change it? The the really color of the so, so I'm happy. His happened?
0: name was in yellow. I thought it was always like kind of blue.
3: Uh, it depends
0: on how many. Oh, oh, you know why it was yellow? Because it, his his uh, carrot was yellow. I think it. Oh, I think. The, yeah, maybe. I think the box matches the color oh, of the yeah, carrot. yeah, No, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just caught. I just caught that for the first time. Look, learn something new every week. <laughs> So yeah, now no, we're no, doing we the we raffle call. for the big swag pack.
3: Big swag pack and a box of Rockefeller Gold box press Toro. Nice
0: surprise right. pack, yeah. Now, now I'm gonna out, test way. I'm gonna test my theory and see if the name matches the carrot color. Let's
3: see. Of course it'll be yellow again, maybe not. No,
0: green. Green. No, yeah. it would do this time. Yeah, Oddly Tanner Cole, cool. Oh, Tanner Cole is blue. It landed on the... Wow, that looked green on the small screen.
3: So, yeah, it must be that way.
0: Yes, Tanner Cole, Nice job. Good stuff. I like giving stuff away. It's fun. Absolutely. It is fun. My poor wife right now. So, that's why my kids came over. My kids are going to spend the weekend with their uncle in Miami, who's in town. He's got a condo in Miami. So... Instead of him coming out to London, my wife is taking all the photography for all the prizes that were given away at the Great Smoke. Because whether you're live or virtual, we basically have the wheel randomizer that Alex runs, and then we put the name up on the big screen and we give all these prizes away. But we'll like show what we're giving away first. So she's over there in a, in a warehouse that has probably three times the amount of stuff that it warrants being in that room. And um, she's hey, taking all the product photography.
3: Let, let me stop you for a second. Because I was there yesterday for the first time in a while. And it's fucking absurd. I mean, I'm talking about it's not it's not even just like the warehouse, like the hallway when you walk in is floor to ceiling with boxes.
0: I the mean, bra- it's, wait. The break, the break room. Bro-
3: don't forget the break room. When I open
4: the door and walk in, immediately I mean it is absurd over there right now.
0: And we just started stuffing one of the bathrooms.
4: So you guys have outgrown this in, a, in over a year, just over Sadly. a year. Sadly. Oh, wow. Wow. Sadly. Now, now it, it's,
0: it's extra stressed because of the great smoke. But mm-hmm. without the great smoke, we've, yeah. I, I, I,
3: bottom line is Lou Rothman was right.
0: Yeah, I, I should have, well, I did listen to Lou. In my defense, Lou sat in this chair right here when I told him i just gotten away. I mean, look, in our defense, we were running everything out of a 600-square-foot shop, right? The- and close out
3: the lounge here in little
0: lounge out front when things got crazy. So we look at this big, empty warehouse like, what are we going to do with this space? We're never going to need this. And like a year later, we're like, fuck. But when literally when we so it was it was a three times as big as what we took. And we had just finished putting up the demising wall, which is the wall to separate our section from the remaining amount of the space that I didn't think I needed. And Lou was literally sitting in that chair right there. We had lunch. We were talking. I was telling him when he told me how, how how big of a space you got. I told him. He's like, I said, what is way too small. I said, Lou, we were doing. I mean, I'm trying to justify my decision. He's like, you're out of your mind. He goes, it won't. La-. He literally told me you won't last a year. And he was right. But when he sat here, I literally ca- he convinced me before. By the end of the conversation, I called the landlord. To take the remaining two thirds, I didn't take, and he's like, "No, we just leased it out last week." I was just gonna bust a hole through the wall we just finished building,
3: right, right, make another and career. just make
0: an opening and just use that space, and uh, it was gone. So, one of one of my one of my very few faux pas decisions in my career, but yeah, I missed I missed on that. So, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. Anyways, we got a lot coming up in hour two. We're gonna talk about. Some Alec Bradley talk, um, and we have uh, pick number eight of our tail of the tape seasons. And would you rather all up ahead in hour number two? Don't go anywhere. Keep it lit. Phenomenal. Phenomenal.
2: Phenomenal.
3: Phenomenal. Explore the unexplored with St. Louis Ray Karenis. Set sail to discover an extraordinary Honduran cigar deeply anchored in tradition. The St. Louis Ray Karenis features a Nicaraguan wrapper Cloaked over 100% Honduran tobacco that make up the binder and filler. The St. Louis Ray Karenis in the Toro size received a 93 rating in Cigar Aficionado and was featured in their illustrious top 25 cigars of 2021 list. The St. Louis Ray Karenis is available in four different sizes, a Robusto, Toro, Bellicoso, and Magnum. So get ready to take a trip back in time to experience the heritage of St. Louis Ray with the St. Louis Ray Coranus.
0: Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale.
3: What is that?
2: Looks like a big giant hole in the ground. Uh,
3: With my father in Hey, need any help? Ah, you don't know the tools. You don't know nothing. Well, how would I? The only time you let me come on a plumbing trip with you, you fired me after 10 minutes. Because you were incompetent. I was seven. This is my father, Mordecai. 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 And this is the story. Are you having trouble hearing from that thing? I had trouble hearing, period. Of how one small change. The new iPhone. <laughs> you see how people stare at that thing. I don't understand, there's no buttons. Opened up his world. I'll teach you. I take lessons from iPhone. In ways he never imagined. It's
4: time you lift a little. You're an 80 year old
0: man. Act like it. Is this your family? Yeah. It was 1939. It was this World War. We had to leave everything. Well, i probably hard on Marvin. I know.
3: I just wanted him to have better life than I had.
4: Maybe you can tap into what was missing.
3: I work on being a father to my son. What's to the ice cream? Makes you feel like a kid again. What? Now make you feel young? <laughs> ice cream make me feel young. I could be
4: I'm not ready to be old man.
0: But you are old man. Hello, this is first iPhone call. We live for the love we see.
4: It's nice to be young.
3: It's nice to be old. Nice to have fun with no buttons. It's nice to have family. What can I help you with? You are Siri?
0: Yes, I'm Siri. Oh Siri, that's a nice name. I keep this secret because my wife, she gets jealous. (laughs) Honest Dave here from Smoking Cigars. It is that time of year again, the Great Smoke 2023 Mardi Gras Madness. If you're wondering why everybody last year was calling it the best cigar event in the country, it was evident the day tickets went on sale. VIP tickets sold out in one day. That's right, they're all gone. Don't message us, don't PM us. I'm sorry, there's nothing we could do, but there's still plenty of general admission tickets and virtual tickets once again we'll be offering this event virtually as well as live so for those of you who can't make it down you'll be able to enjoy the festivities from the comfort of your own home michael herklax kim keeney and paul degracco will be returning to be your co hosts for your virtual experience whether you're coming down live or we're going to be enjoying the event from the comfort of your own home your ticket price includes this epic package It's one of our greatest Great Smoke packages in the history of this event. Over $400 worth of product and great swag for the low cost of $165. If you're coming down live, you'll get your package the day of the event. If you order your virtual ticket, they'll start shipping weeks prior to the event in early March. For those of you coming down, we have four full epic days of fun. We start off with Drew Estate and Jonathan Drew, Thursday night our headquarters here in Boynton Beach. Friday night, two events, Steve Saka here at headquarters, and Evan Darnell once again returns to host our pre-event dinner with the Red Meat Lovers Club, going off the top this year. I've seen the menu, it'll be up on the site soon. Incredible dinner, and our host feature host this year, Michael Herklotz of Ferriotego Cigars, who's made a very special cigar, especially for those attending the pre-event dinner. Saturday morning we are starting early with the first ever tailgate party being hosted by the, the distinguished Druffyus and Eric Espinosa. There'll be a very special cigar made exclusively for that event for the first hundred attendees who go to the tailgate party and of course the main event will be Saturday afternoon and then that night after the main event you can head back to our headquarters here where we'll have the man himself Boofy Matt Booth Room 101 cigars capping it all off for the beautiful Sunday brunch once again before everybody goes home from what we hope will be another historically, epically fun weekend. Do not hesitate. Tickets are selling this year faster than ever. Go to www.thegreatsmoke.com and get your live general admission ticket, your virtual ticket if you're going to enjoy it from home, and tickets for either the dinner or the brunch. Epic time. We can't wait to see you all there. The Great Smoke 2023. Mardi Gras Madness. Welcome back to hour two of KMA Talk Radio, episode number 489. We are joined today with the crew, as always, the man who always knows the scoop, William Cooper, and the goat with a special guest to his right, uh, Alex Tavella and Kevin Schweitzer of Rockefeller's Cigars. Did I pronounce it wrong?
3: Yeah, no, you're good.
0: All right, there we go. There we go. So, anyways, uh we got a lot coming up in hour two, but you know, I've been I've been enjoying this this crew one of our TDS releases as as Coop has informed us all and told us the possibility this may be the last family project uh, blended under uh, the, the the prior ownership of uh, Alec Bradley cigars. So kudos to them. I'm enjoying the cigar, but I noticed that you gave Alec a cigar and you never gave me a cigar. How about some magic in giving me a cigar?
3: Pass it over to him,
0: bro. I'm passing it to him. There you go, right here. Oh, nice! Uh, Thank you very much. You're welcome. welcome. That yes. was very nice. Well done. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A little director talent there. It's amazing director talent there. Hey, All right. it, it came out pretty good. Did that? Interesting. I'm gonna light this puppy up. So what do we got going on in hour two, guys? What are we talking? It's time about to name
3: that jam, bro.
0: Oh, Kevin, you have any musical acumen? You any good at it? He's good. British rock.
3: Well, if we remember, <laughs> we, had him rock? On. we yeah, you we,
0: killed me with
1: Bruno Mars. We
3: had him on not that long ago. I gave him a super layoff. It was all things Kevin, twenty-four carat magic, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. It was, <laughs> it was like the song was made for fucking Kevin, and and he couldn't get it. So we'll see if he can redeem himself this week. All right, brought to you by
0: brought to you by the fine folks of Avo Cigars. It's time to see if you can name that jam. Kevin, you're familiar with how this works. Maybe a three seconds snippet of a song. Coop, Coop's the king in this, and we're going to see if we can figure. The we're going to see if we can figure out what song this is. Hit it, maestro.
3: I just want to say, listen, both uh, Kevin uh, and Aiden,
0: literally,
1: and I don't know the name of it.
0: No.
4: I know how to play
3: it. Cooper?
0: It's
4: Hendrix. Yeah. Yeah, voodoo, voodoo I'll run it again.
3: I'll run it again.
1: Run it again. it yeah. is Hendrix. I just don't know the name of
3: it.
0: Voodoo child. Yeah, whatever did, did you see did you see Allison's comment? Oh,
3: Coop doesn't
0: see those? Oh, he doesn't see those. No. no, I can't
4: okay. see the. Why not? He only He's not in on Listen, I oh,
0: played to Have a phone on, and you can see him. Nah, I,
1: play, I played. I played Lee guitar for years. I had a. show He looked like he
0: was looking somewhere.
3: Oh, Coop.
0: Did I just mute myself? I'm I, oh, sorry. All right, speaker. Right. Right. Uh-uh. There you go. No, of
3: course not. You see, you're cute. You, you. you are you questioning yeah. Coop's? Uh, Dude, you I, have, you have,
4: I, I can't. How can I listen to it? I have. I don't mute you guys. If I muted you guys, sorry. All
3: right, let's take it to the reveal.
0: Yeah, I got it. Was a, listen to me. That was a great name that jam. I'm going to tell you why, because almost anybody's going to recognize that riff, but not many people will recognize. The, know song the was a little,
4: I, For a second, I had to just was you know, I just had to process the song, but I knew it was Hendrix's riff. Right? Not right. that many
0: people would know the name of the song. Yeah, I that that is a masterclass name that jam right there.
3: Absolutely, I'm getting good.
1: That was
0: yeah, a good because I didn't know the name of the song. Well, Kevin, my friend. You were so what you don't know, Abe,
1: is I used to have long hair when I was a teenager, really long, and I played lead guitar in a rock band.
0: Get the fuck out! Gotta here. Some I gotta
1: get pictures of that. Yeah. Right. Sharp, right. Yeah, it was Charvel guitar. Then you became,
0: Walt, then became the guitar Waltz. is
1: JJ French in a black and white bullseye. <laughs> do
0: you have any? Do you have any pictures of those days? Somewhere. Oh, you gotta, you gotta dig those. The band was called Renegade. Somewhere. Up. Yep. You gotta dig those puppies up. You know, somewhere on the pod, they're sitting somewhere on there. <laughs>
3: I think we're all uh we're all in queue here. Everybody's got Auto Magic fired up.
0: Coop, you got one too.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alex cool. gave me one on, on Sunday. That's the go- not getting strong on you, Coop. Yeah, Coop was actually. It, oh, was it right is. It it up. Ramping up, yes, it is. I was gonna say yeah, uh, it is ramped up. Yeah, now it's now it's well beyond that medium point.
1: Right, it starts like easy, smooth, medium, I, and I, I am. A, I am. It's surprised like two I one. Yeah. It's very complex my opinion. it
4: works really well in the lonsdale format with this blend uh, i agree yeah we originally
1: tried it in a six
4: by 68 and it was nothing. no i don't mike mike you, this is just telling me small ring gauge with this particular and i'm a big ring gauge guy i do like big ring gauges, yeah. but but this is definitely something i would i'd say keep it when i see day. i have one in a six by 60 i'll give it to you oh nice thank you well I'll that'd see you in a couple six... weeks right you gonna be around a couple weeks
1: yeah, I'm going to be there. I got I an got underground event, the pre-party and the party we're doing in Texas. Then after that, we have an event in Oklahoma, which is the 16th. There it is. Then I have uh, my daughter's birthday on St. Paddy's Day, which I don't miss, hopefully. And then uh, I'm going to try to get to the Great
0: Smoke on the 18th. Yep, we'll be around the 18th, yep. So if yeah. I see you there, you got it. What timing? So speaking of the last probably alec and bradley blend under their family owned company um big news of this week and we're going to talk a little bit about, i'm sure you is a party um, was a part of your news so no, we
4: had, we had decided we were going to carve it yeah it's in the news but we decided we want to carve this out of the news segment because it's more of a discussion thing i think too at this point definitely than more
0: than, definitely yeah this yeah CL, this, and i just spoke with actually alan rubin yesterday um the sale of Alec Bradley cigars. I mean, made waves this week. And I'm always, I guess I'm not surprised anymore because we've seen this a couple times in my career, but fascinated at all the feedback and opinions and remarks that come out. Oh yeah. Everyone when something when something like this happens, I find it mind boggling. Uh, we, t- we touched base a little bit on this with Coop on Thursday night. But some people take it personal. Yes. they really do.
4: They really yeah. do. I,
3: and I, I feel like some people just—I don't know—do they just expect people to work forever, like work till you die, and not enjoy the fruits of your labor? I mean, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't—I just don't—I don't—I don't know the negative feedback.
1: When did they start? Nineteen ninety-six,
0: El Right. Yeah. Yeah. Walpar. Yeah.
3: I mean, twenty-something yeah. years. I mean, yeah. 20
1: years. I mean, when
0: I when I got in the business down here, ninety eight all they had was basically um the bundle i'm, I'm blinking out here the bundle oh, the triangle bundle oh, term, reserve. Yeah. okay hey, wait, listen, wait. don't get wait, me wrong you here hey, on me. On. They, might have, they might have had something prior to occidental reserve but that's the first thing i bought from them and that's all they had well was, you know I think yeah. they had some other one but occidental reserve was their big hit yeah they
3: had bogey well, stogies had,
0: before that. Yeah, yeah, they had something before. You're right. I just
3: want to put yeah. in what we're talking about. In case anyone's been living under a rock, this past week, Alec Bradley, STG, announced that Alec Bradley was sold to STG for $72.5 million. Kudos
4: to them. Kudos, yeah, so what a, congrats true. to them. I mean, Alec Bradley, they worked hard. And to get, to get a payday like that, I mean, none of us, any one of us would have done the same thing.
3: Absolutely.
4: Yeah, I mean – Absolutely, yeah. I totally. Agree. Yeah, oh, I'm not going to take the money. Of course, you're going to take the money.
0: Well, what, what do you think we built things for? Look, there's two things. Look, there's a couple points of insanity here. The first one is the people who are deconstructing the deal to determine whether it was a good or bad deal, which I find funny. Me too.
3: Me too. I find no, they're I find not worth, they're I, not worth I, that. I had guys so and I said, based on what metric are you fucking
0: go <laughs> <laughs> oh, because <laughs> you know they're financial analysts, you know, for right. Fox that, News. They're it they, wasn't they're worth that. That. I got retailer friends, like I'm listening to them on the phone. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? Well, uh, it'll take 14 years. What the fuck do you know? What you can't possibly know the ins and outs of a deal. You don't know what intellectual properties own, if real estate's in the deal, you don't know, and then you don't know what the value of what the game plan is for the acquiring company. Yeah how it works into their schematics and you know it just i just find it funny I I really really do.
4: it is and you know i heard people say well because there was a statement about them doing 25 million dollars in revenue last year and people are questioning them like how are you questioning that what on what basis first of all this was a public transaction Right. So, second right. Of all, you don't think that STG had valuation people in there for a long time. Yeah. Like There's a yeah.
0: big team of people don't know what right. they're doing.
4: Right. Right. They know what they're, they, they know what they're doing. They have shareholders. They have to answer to
0: now. I don't want that to be confused with ruining a brand after they, it's been acquired. That's a totally different thing. Yes. The value of the time of sale is the value. It's a very mathematical equation, you know? Sometimes you get a little better, sometimes you get a little worse, you know, but two to three times sales is not, double your annual business to triple your annual business, two to three times, two and a half times, anywhere in that range is not out of the norm. And then you have other formulas of multipliers of EBITDA, you know, so, you know, I I love the people who are are commenting on the evaluation and, "Oh, oh, absurd, absurd, you know.
2: So
3: Listen, bro, the truth is, and I hate it. Look, most people think ibit is a form of diabetes. They don't even
1: know like <laughs> so what so, so it traded two time two. sales, right? And 75% were online, something like that? I mean, it's based on. So that. the double double dipping general. So at the end of the day, they have the business built in. It becomes a creed of very fast.
0: Exactly. And extreme synergies are involved here. I mean, it, right. And know, it becomes a creed of very fast. Right. But, but but of course, you know, retailers out there, consumers talking about this, they're the geniuses. I find it hilarious. And well, then
3: retailers the, gonna get rid of it.
1: And I think consolidation is good for the business. I do. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it makes boutiques more valuable. Yeah. I mean, 10% of the craft beer market is the whole world's beer market now, right? Right. So if the cigars could even get to some of that, the whole entire cigar industry, that's huge of the boutique brands. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, general was going all the way up here. And a lot of those old brands were dying out, so they had no choice to either become boutique or buy boutique brands, and this is what's gonna happen over the next 10 to 15 years.
0: I think it's a better move for them because there's zero, them. there's zero legitimacy in them becoming making boutique brands,
4: yeah. Right. And they've tried they had- zero,
0: zero legitimacy. So what do they do? They pick up a guy like Matt Booth. Great, we got Matt Booth because to see Forged is gonna be their boutique line but and then all they have is names like la gloria cabana or Partigas in there whatever those are legacy brands as far as i'm concerned right yeah so what do they do they acquire matt booth now they acquire alec bradley i'm telling you if i'm a boutique you know small to mid-sized manufacturer i'm looking to sell those those are the people i think are going to be looking to acquire companies like that i think they're going to build their forge division around it i'm talking out of my ass this is not fact but this is just my opinion on what I see coming. You
4: know, it's interesting because, you know, I, I I get a lot of feedback from a lot of my audience and there was some good feedback. And one guy made a really good point to me. Um, he was saying to me that, look, STG is not looking to acquire factories and farms. They have that. Right. But they want to no, get. Brand they, lose,
0: they lose the synergies. They lose the same. Syn- but
4: brand presence. Yes, that's what. They, and look at what they've done. They've now gotten a piece of shelf space. They've got brands in their portfolio. They have a lot they can work with with this right now.
0: What 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 the average layman consumer or retailer doesn't even equation factor in the equations and synergies, right? They don't realize that as a company, they've looked at whatever their profitability is, but they've already figured out how much more profitable they're going to make it. Yeah, right. They don't have to have. To production places, to They 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 even all the overhead of Alec Bradley, the accounting off, all that stuff, it's gone. Yeah. So whatever you think you can figure out in evaluation is you don't realize that they've already figured out how much more valuable it is now. That's that's why people acquire people because you the synergies of, of the acquisition makes it more profitable for them.
4: Yep.
1: Yeah. yeah, and they usually yeah. take the charge probably in the next quarter of what they're getting rid of. So it really doesn't matter.
4: Right. Yeah, no, it's true. And you, you remember when when david acquired camacho it took a while before they really kind of did what they were going to do with camacho that was for a while it kind of just sat there but they there were plans longer term with that with it, them
1: owning thompson and ci it makes sense yeah Absolutely, right? it totally does behavior. totally does yep.
0: and and the more well you know our good friend house beware of cannibalizing a company well listen unfortunately it's, sometimes that happens it happens you know look at Tarano. are they even existing anymore yeah and general was, uh, general, was, uh, general that, the
4: catalog again on the catalog
0: day end, that's yeah. it it became a catalog cigar for that yeah, industry, yeah, right I, yeah. I, I was
4: down at stg yesterday last month and let me tell you there was a lot of toronto production going on that day when i was there
0: right really? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this too until flathead in my opinion this is just my opinion but until flathead CAO tanked absolutely absolutely,
4: absolutely. it, fell off, will tell face, you that. it fell off will the face
0: that. of the map yeah every week disappeared from almost every retailer stores until really flathead they had flop
4: after flop after that acquisition and rick rodriguez will tell you flathead probably saved the brand at that point it wasn't
1: cool what's gonna happen with racists since they make cigars over
4: there i think they'll find other people to to pick it up i think that's a good factory i think there's business you know people are always looking to go into a factory uh so i i don't see a problem with that i think the ongoing there'll still be some production i think to hear and i think eventually you'll start to see them take on other clients that's a good factory it's not going to go anywhere they have they have good they have a good thing
0: now the more mind-boggling thing is the people and maybe someone can explain this rationale to me because i can't even understand it why is a consumer would this bother consumers
4: because they've seen some things happen in the past, the brands they ever have an identity I, to. I get that. I, I kinda get it. That you know, Tarano, you want to say CAO. Um, they they've Listen, seen this stuff.
0: I, I get it, but that's part of life. How many restaurants have you loved? And it goes under new management and it fucking tanks. You move on. Yeah, yeah. you go to another I, restaurant. But you wanna be mad and upset that this hardworking family is, you know achieved the pinnacle of their pretty yeah. much end game and they've sold and you know made a good amount of money, I just find it moggling You know? Yeah. I mean either either the brands will stay the same and and they'll keep the integrity and the process and it won't change and then you'll still enjoy the same cigars. Or they don't and you you're gonna smoke something else.
4: Yeah. You know, well, you know, we've seen acquisitions I think that worked. I mean in my opinion, I think when Cortez acquired a lever, I think that's worked out well. Um, I think they've done a great job with that brand. And um, so it, it it can work is what I'm saying.
3: I mean, the thing is, too, look, you know, Alec Bradley also doesn't produce their own cigars. There's no factory in the deal, right? right. And the factory that makes the bulk of Alec Bradley cigars, STG owns a minority stake in. So there's... There's no reason to assume that the blends or where they're going to be made is going to change anyway. I mean there's very good possibility that everything it, stays the same. You could know still what, right, come, yeah. what new coming out we won't know, but I think as far as the, the the brands that they are as of now I don't see them changing. I think I that's why they would.
1: I think that's the worry the consumer that the brands are going to come down. But,
3: but the same factory right. that makes their brands so is owned by the same right. I mean,
0: it, the worry is that yeah. happened everywhere listen we don't i my kids have never been to mcdonald's other than in the middle east because they wanted to go to mcdonald's in jordan to see what it would be like but you know my wife will typically get them an apple pie or whatever and they were crushed because they changed their apple pie recipe you know so now they don't eat it no more i mean it just it, it's just common in every segment of our life things change so i i i you know listen to me I'm not talking about the people who are concerned and saying well i hope the blends stay the same because there are people who get hurt like they feel like they that some trust has been breached some loyalty right, has yeah. been broken that part i don't understand and right
4: i don't understand either you have a right to sell your company it, absolutely it, 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 and you know
0: and if we you talking- ain't happy for them then you're not a real fan yeah that's really the bottom line yeah.
4: Abe, you and I talked about this on Thursday, you know, we've, we come from family business things and both of our fathers sold businesses and it was disappointing, but it was also understood, you know, you know, at least from my dad's situation, he had to sell that business because he had lost a big contract at the time. So, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. My dad, my dad was just getting up in years and, you know, I think, I think at some point he wanted me to take over the family business, but I think my dad could care less if I was a grocer, you know? And all he wanted to do was just make sure that I lived a decent life and was able to provide a good life for whatever family I was going to have, you know. So, yeah, I mean, kudos to him. He sold. He got out. And, you know, I mean, that's that's just what happens. You know, it's not easy having legacy companies, you know. It, it doesn't happen. They're fair, they're few and far in between having legacy companies like that. They're just gonna go from generation to generation to generation, you know? People ask me, will my kids take over one day? I said, I don't think so. Because for them to get to that point where they could take over this company, I'm gonna have to be really old. I don't know if I'm waiting that long, you know? If if they were older and I started having kids younger, that might've been a more viable option if, yeah. if, if any of them have interest, you know? It, you know, I, I think I think almost every time I in, had an interview with a father and son company, whether it be Nick Perdomo or whatever, I, I think that's almost what every father said. You know, if they had interest, you know, it's not something I don't. I don't think many times you say to yourself, my, "I want my kid to take this over," and you know, don't give him an option. And, you know, look, nobody wants to do that to their kid. If they have interest, then yeah. But if they don't, they don't. And interest ain't enough. You you hope they're capable. That's the second part of the equation. Are they going to be yes. capable? So, um yeah. So, uh, kudos to them. I'm happy for them. And um you know, maybe Kevin's uh, up on maybe Kevin's up on the next lex, the list next for acquisition.
4: Yeah, I, I hope does, the rumors. Does, ever, does every appear. company
0: have like an
1: exit strategy when it starts out? So there's a lot of venture capital funds when they get involved and they put money into a company that they demand that they have an exit strategy on that list when they start making demands when they take 30% or twenty percent of, of the company to give them money
0: because they want to know at the end they're getting paid back. That's how they typically get paid back most of the right. time, That's where they make their money. I mean, as a young guy in 26, no, I had zero exit strategy. I mean, you're not thinking about it. You know I mean? It's not yeah, even right. in your thought process. It, it, and honestly, I wouldn't say an exit strategy got into my thought process until six years ago. 6 years ago when we were actually approached um to be acquired um and um that's really when I started realizing yeah, we have we have no exit strategy you know we're not ready for this we don't you know and now we started then we started planning but planning ahead for the future i mean it wasn't something that we were going to do now i got i got at least 10 years before my youngest son gets out of the house so i'm not going anywhere soon but as much as i love y'all i probably one day it may happen. Most likely, gonna happen. So, you know, hopefully, and then, and then I'll have more time to smoke and hang out with everybody. My plans are to go to the DR. That's my that's my retirement plan.
3: That is this plan.
0: That is my plan. I'm going I'm going to live that's, out the rest of my consistently <laughs> been
3: your plan. No retirement. I mean, it's never no. wavered as far as I. No, what's
0: that. gotten nice is I've gotten my wife on board now.
3: Right.
0: Nice. At, first thought, at first, she thought I was full of shit when I talked about this. But look, it's, it's real simple. You want to slow down. Yeah. I want to go to a country where I can slow down, you know, get a nice place, watch a sunrise come up, sunrise go down. It's a lot simpler there. We have already a ton of community friends that live there, right? Our industry is there. I feel safe there. And if we get homesick or somebody wants to visit, it's an hour and 15, 20-minute flight. Simple. Yes, go back and yes. forth, you know? Where we just wake up and say, "Hey, do we want to go anywhere next week? Well, yeah, Let's go take a trip." Yeah, you know, we'll keep busy. Like I, I joke, I'm going to open up a little thing called Burritos and Beer. Open when I'm there, close when I'm not. Come, come, hang out if you're a tourist. We'll bullshit all day, have a cigar, and that's it. Uh, that, that's that's my dream. Kurt, I don't know. I don't know. I'm 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 going to assume the Santiago area, but I'm probably going to start doing research because we actually joked about it. we we may just start building something early. So that we have something to go visit once or twice a year, you know, and, and start building a relationship with wherever we may retire. You know, I mean, it's that's that's my plan. That's why that's what I hope to do. But once again, you know, life doesn't always work that way. Kevin will tell you, you know, there's twists and turns and you never know what's on the road ahead. But that's where I that's where I see yeah. it. that's where yep. I see it going one day. Yeah. You know? and, and you're all welcome to come and visit. How about that? Fair
3: enough. Yeah.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. I know. Um, except you quentin you can't come and you alan rubin you can't come.
3: so cool alan the real alan rubin um Uh is staying on through the transition from what i understand
4: he is gonna be in an advisor role so you know I think, you know, it's going to be, yeah, he'll be staying on the transition. I don't see this as a long-term play, like when Ernesto went to go work for STG for like 10 years. I don't see it like that. I see it kind of, and that's typical when when a company's acquired, you know, they they make a deal to keep the principal there to kind of smooth in the transition. So at least, you know, I'm going to say at least, I think he'll stay a little beyond the 90 days, but I don't think he's going to be like going into an office every day, uh, As much you know i don't think it's gonna be that type of scenario there so i think it's more of a true consultative type of thing it will be and he'll you know advise them until the transition is totally integrated and then he'll have to make some decisions and
3: i mean i don't know this is just my personal take i don't i don't know what the boys are doing but i feel like those those guys have the legs to stand on their own at some point and build their own
4: legacy of a brand i haven't heard
0: i haven't heard anything but my assumption is They'll, they'll probably be offered positions and then they may go work that's what they said
4: there. they were they, that they hadn't confirmed that they were joining but apparently they said they are most likely they're going to be joining in, in in uh the brand teams and i could see especially i could see bradley really working well there <laughs> how um, long have a non-compete
1: sorry how long have a non-compete right. any idea?
4: Di- wasn't disclosed yeah that was no, not Michael. disclosed. and i don't know what how that would work in terms of the boys with a non-compete either that's a little different um, you know, if they're I mean, offered I, jobs, I, they're
0: going to have a non-compete. I mean, yeah, but they, I, well, that, that, listen, I think they'll probably maybe it, it, because if they don't currently have a non-compete of the acquisition, if they go get a job, they'll put them in a non-compete because I just figured they go work sure. their two for two years and probably stand on their own two legs. Right. Yeah. Another, another great thing that the assumption about this transaction is everybody thinks the boys got rich
4: no <laughs> we talked about that right everybody that. thinks the boys
0: got rich. so let me tell everybody something no the company was owned by alan rubin and ralph montero right. now we don't know as a christmas gift as a reward something alan may gifted some of his shares i'm pretty sure ralph didn't you know <laughs> to, his right. kid, to his kids but you know i'm telling you as a father that would be very minimal nothing that no. can say hey i've got rich i can't work but that ain't their money guys no it was That's, that's his dad's way i'm telling you if i sell my company my kids ain't getting it until i die <laughs> no i mean they may get a nice christmas thing here you go whatever but that. You know, the kids ain't rich i mean yeah. you know they they're like oh they helped build the company yeah they got a salary they got Thank paid you. for that you know they're employees so you know that that's another great assumption that i, that I i'm hearing everybody. Uh-huh. talk about because the funny somebody said well they just sold the company for thirty two point five million dollars why isn't bribery Rubin just put up a ten thousand? bro it's
4: not his money right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly it's not his money and uh, you know look i think both those boys they they love cigars That's they it? love they love cigars you know and i can see them still wanting to grow in this business too so you know i i don't think there's any problem with them going to i think they wouldn't have any problem going to work for someone if it's
0: the right scenario no i don't i don't want to get i don't yeah i like, love the guy he takes deliveries opens up packages during a broadcast great yeah this is this is live it, it must be something important if he started open up the package
3: i was curious i mean you know <laughs> you're gonna watch me take the delivery you might as well watch me find out what it is it's mm-hmm. cash drawers for the for tgs
0: okay <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i don't i don't see them not working They're, i see them definitely going to to work and i see them wanting to stay in the business but yeah they, the millions of the, the all these assumptions that happen at times like these i just find yeah so so interesting so anyways kudos to them they've always been good people really um, good people i hope they're still around to people. hang out with they're good people yeah yeah yes, yes. And, and look i mean let's just be honest i mean alan's kind of taken a back seat for the last I can't tell you how since his sons got really involved and took over the helm, he's let them kind of run with the show. You know, I mean, I've kind of seen in my mind, my psych, in my mind, psychologically, Alan's kind of been half retired for the last probably three to five years.
4: They were bringing a lot of the concepts to them of, you know, the cigars that have been being released. You know, the uh, the Kintsugi, the the double broadleaf was a Bradley project, essentially. So, um, yeah, I've seen definitely uh, they've really gotten involved with that.
0: So, kudos to them. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, it's that time. Shall we? uh, Shall we uh, see what is going on in the cigar world this week with the scoop with Coop? Hey, yo, what's my theme music? The scoop with Coop, breaking industry news here at first on KMA Talk Radio and Cigar-Coop.com.
4: We have a busy week this week in news. Oh, good! Uh, but there's like a lot of,
0: Yeah,
4: there's a lot of products that have been getting unveiled because of TPE and around TPEs. Like some some companies announced up a TPE, some kind of we're doing it in parallel. But let's start. We'll we'll just stick in the STG because this is the STG release of the week. Let's call this now. <laughs> it's a segment within a segment here. Um, so they have announced a new Macanudo. Uh, it's under the Macanudo Inspirato line. It's called the Tercio Aged. Uh, and Macanudo uh, Inspirato is kind of like they do a little more of it. It's kind of more of their innovation sand bucket for uh, releases. And they've done some different things with Macanudo. So this one, they're using something. Uh, they're using a tobacco, which is Tercio Aged. And what those are is they basically age the tobacco in these uh, bales that are uh surrounded by royal uh royal palm bark so they, it's, it's this bark that kind of encapsulates the tobacco there and i've seen other companies do this like Casada has done it before um and, and supposedly it does some things to the tobacco you know that that is really good um but yeah this tercio it's, it's a limited uh release that they're doing of 3 10 count boxes um and it's going to be in two sizes a toro and a churchill if you're interested in the blend it's san andreas over indonesian binder and colombian and dominican filler it's the dominican tobacco which is uh paleto Cabano, which is being aged in the, the tercio uh um so um the other thing that's kind of interesting there there's gonna be a qr code on the band that's gonna show a video how they do tercio aging so if you want to i haven't seen that video yet but um yeah maybe if uh the men we know has been hit or miss for me so we'll see what happens with this one
0: you know you mentioned something about a lot because of tpe so you know when i first got in this industry sadly enough 27 years ago 26 years ago now um right kevin's laughing he gets the, understands the feeling um you didn't see new brands every year no no absolutely not it, you were lucky if somebody released a new brand every two to three years yeah maybe even longer you might have seen a new vitola hey we're going to make this now in a figurado or you would see that but it wasn't standard and it's somewhere along the way i think what happened was when people start seeing hey when these guys made something new look at their booth everybody wants the new shit." and then everybody said so somewhere along the way it literally is almost in every organization yearly plan what's going to be our pca release yeah but that's easy yeah yeah which which I mean I don't know I never liked that when you just start saying that we have to release something and every year that's part of their project and part of their timeline it just became to me something unorganic and unnatural right but that's it that's where we're at that's where we're in the business you go to a trade show you need to figure out what's going to be new that's that's where this industry is now evolved and now we got to do it again for TPE yeah yeah, now they now there's two of these sh- things coming out. Now it becomes TPE's part of what's the TPE release? What's the PCA release? Next thing you know, it's gonna be what's the autumn release, what's the St. Patrick's Day release? It, it's becoming a little because I'm, I'm getting a little worked they, up because they have no idea what this does for a retailer, right? So
3: so here's here's an interesting one, and if I understood this right, um Agonorsa was showcasing at TPE uh the agonorsa rare Leaf, maduro yep which they're which they're not actually releasing until pca
4: but they were showing it off and saying it's coming so they kind of used it as a uh, platform right.
0: I they're not really talking model. about it
4: they're not talking about it yet
0: right I've yeah i I I don't yeah
4: and even I've been critical of the taa releases but something worse but sometimes the TAA, like some companies have used it to release a cigar a year early in a smaller run to see how it's going to go. I know La Polina does that a lot. So I, I can see that a bit. But, you know, Abe, the one thing I noticed with these companies will do is they have a very easy way to kind of do a what's new. You do a limited release. You don't have to put the same amount of marketing in there as, as you do around a core line. And you could you could probably get something in and out quick and, and at least have something at your booth. Hey, I do have something what's new.
3: But, but here's the one thing that bugs me, right? So you showcase, you release something at whether it's TAA, TPE, PCA, right? And then I get it eleven months later.
0: That's the other th- because because <laughs> they're trying to meet the deadline of having something for the show. Right. So you're it's showing, just,
3: something, and then it literally doesn't arrive until everybody I mean, forgot about
0: I'm it. I'm going to take five dollars off my man coop because I'm telling you that's <laughs> the line coming out this year. It's coming out. <laughs> Showed, show it was showed and talked about what three years ago now? It was it was introduced three years they had three last year's trio, ago, Showed yeah. last year and released in 2024. Yeah, we're gonna have fun with that, whoever wins. I'm gonna tell you if you win, you're gonna win because of Christmas and just under the wire. That's it. <laughs> that's it.
4: Oh it that's
0: crazy. it. I should have no. been sharper with my bet and made like made it like We doubled before. down on it. We doubled down. Not, okay, yeah, we now. down now before doubled December them. first.
3: Yeah, on. On. I, mean, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I still think I still, I still think, think
0: I, I, I still think, think, I I think. I got a good deal. I still think I'm the favorite I still uh, think I'm the favorite confident. On I have confidence that I'm gonna win this but look what people don't realize is the average lifespan from introduction to death of a brand is pretty much 16 months yeah and when I say death I mean like basically you could care less about the products on your shelf nobody's buying it anymore right yeah It's it's done for the majority of releases for the majority, you have a couple that will thrive and maybe still be somewhere functional and, you know, at least be worthy of the space that sits on its shelf after that. And then you have even lesser percentage that will become a viable selling brand in your store. Most people don't realize that almost anybody in this industry is making most of their money on 20% of what they carry. You, we make 80 I think the, I think the expression is we make 80% percent of our revenue on 20% of our product
4: I, I can tell you on the website just you're know, covering cigars it's like that yeah I mean, the big the big four are still the majority of my traffic the majority yeah. of my traffic are from four companies
0: so so I mean you know when 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 now I'm dealing with I don't know Alex how many companies we buy from 40 50? I, 50 I I can't yeah, I can' Now imagine i got 50 new releases to contend with yeah. now three times a year right it's insane it's yeah. literally insanity it's literally insanity yep yeah
2: well that's so one what's of the, the co- next release Coop? That, that's, uh, one of,
0: that's one of the first times he actually said something i agree with there you oh, go <laughs>
2: oh.
0: yeah hey, yeah listen yeah, I, I, was, right. I was just i was saying earlier when he made some other prediction or comment we should start cutting out all his little snippets and comments And just archive them so when you know he's proven wrong most of the time. Track his record of (laughs) predictions. We can make that a whole segment.
4: Yeah.
0: (laughs) The fake Alan uh Michael. No,
3: no, no, no. no. Big Smoke Whiskey Fest says they
4: are sampling. (coughs) Prototype. No, that doesn't. (coughs) Yeah, that. Yeah, that doesn't. (coughs) Even. So we don't even
3: know if the cigars have actually been made. The bet was it has to
4: hit the stores. That was what bet
0: even. They're sampling
3: a prototype. I didn't, yeah,
0: because because there's prototypes floating around. They have a whole <laughs> no comment.
4: And then they smoke. Yeah, and here's the other thing that was kind of interesting about that. Are they smoking the Fuente one or the padrone one, or are they giving out both? I mean, it's yeah, that's a hey. big question. Yeah. I, right, I, I what's,
3: was, uh, what's next uh, on the list?
4: We got a couple of releases coming from Davidoff. This was a busy week for Davidoff. So first, under the Avo line. Um, so every year for like the last 22 years, Avo has had a limited edition cigar in the month of March. For many years, it was the birthday cigar from Avo. Then they moved it to this improvisation series for the last few years. They've sunsetted the improvisation series, but they're continuing with this March limited edition theme. But this year, they announced they're doing a uh, a seasonal release called Avo Seasons. So there's going to be one release for the spring, and that's the spring one we see up there. Uh, one release for summer, one release for fall, one release for winter. Four different blends that are going to be out on there. Um, Is that and each a guided gonna- rapper? No, it's it this it? picture. Okay, it's, it looks, like, it it looks, a, glass. It looks like it's polka dots. Yeah, I think it's yeah. the glass. Yeah, I think it's the glass. I think because I think there's another picture somewhere on my website with that. Um, but um yeah, the spring one is about to hit and um you know it's it's been done before. This I Rocky may, did this years ago with the Rocky Patel seasonal series. Um and you get, and each of these is gonna be in a diadema shape, so it's gonna be a six and five eighths by fifty and i guess that's what abo is going to do this year with their releases so you know it's, they're they're focusing on limiteds it looks like this And yeah, so
3: like you said they tend to with so this one will be seasons before it was like east south northwest
4: yeah we've seen yeah they did the east and the west one year yeah, remember, uh, north and south yeah i remember that um so i don't know i mean i think they're trying i think the improvisation series ran its course they're still trying to keep a limited one um i think they're gonna keep this going until the ava 100 comes out i think they'll then they'll get back to something like when the ava 100 comes out in 2026 so i I assume there'll be an ava 100. so but yeah i mean they're important blends, so you know and the idea is they're supposed to be um tied to the seasons um i so we'll see what happens with with those as far as those go i think though that spring release is going to start hitting the stores this uh, month uh 10 count boxes per release so that's a big limited run for each of those
0: Sure. Alex, can you put up that picture up one more time? Is it me or did anybody get a sudden urge for an Andes mint? <laughs> I did. I mean, I'm not, I, I, I'm not, I'm not criticizing his packaging. Literally, I got an urge for like an Andes mint. What did I?
4: Yeah, I, I haven't. They haven't shown what the summer, autumn, and winter ones look like yet. So all we know is that's the spring one. So, got what the Davidoff, Cooper? Right? Um, yeah, Davidoff. So Davidoff is continuing uh they they are continuing their strategy of bringing back older cigars. And uh they have uh they last uh last month they introduced the Avo Signature Lancero. They have another Lancero. This is in the uh, um the Davidoff Millennium line. So if you're a Lancero fan, um they're gonna have this Millennium Lancero It's gonna be coming out um as well uh i, I think it's a little un- I, I i'm surprised if this is their stride you go with lanceros i'm kind of a little puzzled by it i'll be honest i was just it. gonna
0: ask you is this is this their theme is this gonna be a theme of lanceros or just coincidence
4: um i now i'm beginning to think it's gonna be a theme because they have other lines that they can probably introduce lanceros for over the over the course
0: of the year well, I, I gotta tell you on the retail side that first one was everybody wanted it but yeah we're, we're, sold we're sold out right now it's gone yeah, so, everybody uh, wanted it. I, it was, but, yeah, yeah. I was a little I was, surprised. You know, I was surprised
4: too. And um, and Davidoff's not known for Lanceros. This is not a size they make a lot of. They don't haven't done a lot of Lanceros on any of their uh, brands over the years. So, uh, I mean, Millennium is, you know, if if the first one sold out, I think this Millennium is going to do very well for them. So, you know, kudos to them. I mean, maybe they could do a Grand Cru one. You know, maybe they'll come out with a Nicaragua one. I don't know. Seven oh two. Yes, that's, that's the same thing. Over. Bring back that 702, baby. You know, they brought back the 702 a few years ago and it wasn't the same, though. The original 702 was epic though. Um, so so we'll see with that. Yeah, you know, uh the, from what I was I having to turn the blend is slightly different for this Lancero than the rest of the millennium. So and that maybe they did that just to get it to work in the size.
0: Uh-huh. What else you got going on, Coop?
4: Uh, last swing I have this week is West Tampa Tobacco. That's Rick Rodriguez's brand. Who's getting a lot of, um, you know, he's getting a lot of attention. He announced another uh, core line release. Uh, this is the West Tampa Tobacco Red. Um, so he's got the white, the black. Now he's got the red. This is a San Andreas Mexican wrapper uh, blend that he's basically this He used this wrapper on a limited run. He did called the Attic series, and he's taking that wrapper and he's putting it on the core line right now. So. Um, You'll, you'll begin to see this cigar. Uh, it's going to be coming out in May, and it will be in three sizes, Robusto, Toro, and Gigante. Reasonably priced these cigars are, too. These are He's making cigars um, in the 9 to $11 range, so I think pretty reasonably priced. Um, and like I said, he definitely had a good year last year. Um, some people really do, did enjoy those cigars. I wasn't a huge fan of the first two releases, so I'm, I am curious to see what this red release is going to bring. Um, but you should start seeing that and they the other thing that people don't realize west Ham is doing a lot of sales in the european market they really well, uh they,
0: so so let me just help you out there yeah don't hang up anybody's or credibility on the european market because everybody's no, I'm not. It. yeah everybody's killing in the european market but he didn't if, want he it, wants it, he if wants if early really well in the european market and have european distribution already built in place then something's really wrong because. The, everybody's getting crushed right now because there's no other cigars for, for these people to buy right now. No, it's I a know a shortage of, of, of Cuban cigars.
4: I, I'm not, but for a new company to start like shipping to Europe right away. he already knew... he already
0: had connections. Coop.
4: Yeah, he did. He already,
0: he already knew the infrastructure and how to get into Europe. Same people he dealt with when he was over at general. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it was, it's a layup for a guy like him. Yeah, layup. it was a
4: smart move. It was a smart yeah. move. Yeah, yeah.
0: My question is, you, you, you said he has traction now. As a retailer, if I'm not carrying a brand in my store, which we don't carry, the West Tampa, the only thing I could determine which has traction, which sometimes will bring to my attention maybe I should carry this, is when I see it talked about a lot. I'm not seeing it talked about a lot. Am I missing something, or are you seeing something I'm not seeing?
4: Um, I think it's you know what's funny is I think that's a funny when I say talked
0: about a lot. I mean by consumers. I'm not I, seeing pictures of it in consumers' hands. I don't see consumers talking about it. I'm not hearing it.
4: I am. Maybe I'm seeing it more from the media angle. Um, so the media has been all over these cigars, and it's getting a lot of impressions from the media standpoint. Right. I think, but yeah, I think that's. And I know I fake Allen actually will check me sometimes on this stuff, and he's not wrong because it, it could be very just because it's a cigar's a Facebook cigar or a, a blogger cigar doesn't mean necessarily it's a selling cigar. So I think that's a fair well, comment.
0: If it's a Facebook cigar, and I see it in a lot of, look, a lot of times we bought in brands because so I like see, for
4: us, Black Label is
3: a perfect example of that.
0: Right. I see my patrons, people who I know personally as customers and consumers and fans who buy from us, and they're smoking that brand. Well, that means they're just getting it somewhere else. So to me as a retailer, I'm like, okay, well, that's something we need to look at because right. obviously, people who buy from us like the cigar. Now, we can't do that. With every brand so i mean don't think because you yeah, don't think and, you're
2: gonna post yeah we're gonna bring everything
0: in it, it has to be something that we see yeah. has longevity yeah. and yeah. it's not a flash in the pan but I, I i'm not seeing it in consumers hands maybe i'm missing it i don't know because I, the, the media coverage i mean listen when you've been in the business as long as he had and in the position he was you're going to come out with media coverage you're not a nobody you're not a guy who just started out it was big yeah. news the media is yeah, totally. the media is a layup for him the international Distributions a layup for him. My tail of the tape, so to speak, is the consumers. Where are the consumers landing? About it? I saw it, I saw it in a lot of people's hands after he released the brand, which always happens, but then I didn't, I, I do not see it around anymore.
4: Yeah. I mean, I think it was more on Facebook than you think. I think it was still, it had a lot of, had more traction on Facebook than you would think, but I think your point is on is, you know, how did people lose interest in it already?
0: I don't know. I mean, so sometimes I, I mean I'm yeah. being sincere. I'd like to know because yeah. you know um, he's not a nobody in this industry. He has a long-standing thing, and I just don't see me as a guy who runs me. And I I don't run my shops like a hobbyist. You know, right. I run it. I run it for my consumers. Right. I want to buy stuff that I know that people want. I haven't seen it. Yeah.
4: I mean, there were a couple of stores in Charlotte that were really pushing it last year too, and it, and it seemed like they had, they were selling it so. Uh, but again, that's local for me. So that's not necessarily a picture of the, of the nation here. You know, it depends. If some of the retailer really gets behind it, they can make it seem bigger, too. So I think those are all fair points.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll see. Time time always tells. Yep. Time always tells. So yep. anything else you got going on?
4: No, I mean that was it. The other two things in the news were Kevin's new release, the uh, magician's wand, and of course the Alec Bradley news this week. So those were that's
0: pretty full week. All right. We'll stay. Up to date with the latest goings on, ins and outs of this industry at cigar Always teaser and rumor free. Yep. That being said, are we going to Tail Tape? Tail Tape, yeah? Yeah. Tail Tape. It is pick number eight of this season, season six of Tail of the Tape. <laughs> God, Coop and I look so weird in that.
4: Yeah, I know. I was like, maybe even approve. We look think.
0: really, really weird. I have to approve the I got to approve the next making of next season's tape before we air that thing live. <laughs> we look so. weird. This season's tape, bombshells, heart drops, top ten oh. heart drops. This was a tough category. We've all talked about, it, man. It could, you know, unless you break it down by era, genre, decade, it's just too many beautiful and amazingly hot women. So we all kind of, I think, broke it down in different standards. I use basically just a personal growing up, who I was part of my childhood and yep. agehood of, who was a bombshell to me. Alex, you did R and B.
3: Yes, I did. I
4: did hip hop and R and B.
0: Yes, and Coop, what was your kind of kind liking? of similar to you
4: uh, yeah. timeline of my life and you know growing up? Yeah.
0: All right, well, let's let's take – should we just start with Paul's and get him out of the way since he's not yeah, – yeah. Give me
3: one because Paul is Paul, and he sent me his number nine pick, which we did so we, two we, weeks ago. So.
0: Hashtag, who's, who's hashtag, hashtag who's Paul.
4: Hashtag who's Paul. Yeah, probably reader from Oliver and company. I don't know. He
0: the problem me. is if I make a T-shirt, hashtag who's Paul, Paul it's yeah. just going to make him feel elated.
4: I don't care. It's worth it. It's <laughs> worth it. It will be worth, worth it. Cool. I think we That's do awesome. it. We he would it be so.
0: He would be so proud of it. That's like okay. literally,
4: it's so worth it. He didn't give. So he, he was on the thread. You asked for it on the thread. How this was a layup for him? Yeah, and then he. I, then at first he says, "Oh,
3: I'm pretty sure I sent it to you." And then I asked him to resend it to me, please. So I don't have to scroll through text. And then he sends me this number nine pick, which we did two weeks ago. <laughs> I might,
0: I might have to have Chris redo the intro from the Italian scallion to Paul the pathetic. I don't know.
3: <laughs> Shame was Paul. You should change it to Shame the guy with. That. You should really have him change it to the guy with the hat and the glasses.
0: Just even the guy with the hat or who this
3: guy right. that this
0: guy man. the guy with the hat all right that being said should we, should we start with who you want to start alex the guy no, you, you start. Pick? i'll start okay so i went uh with for me in the time period i grew up an absolute icon one of the most memorable movies of my childhood none other than beau derrick good one yes
4: wow that's a ten look at her in the one-piece bathing suit, nonetheless. Let me tell you Ooh, something.
0: Good pick. Rocking rockin the braids. This, this was an iconic movie for me growing up. I got so excited when I realized she was going to be in Playboy magazine. Ooh. Um, Yeah, she was just – and, you know, nothing super extravagant about her. And if you, if you really look at her, she just had that – Bo Derek, I think, was appealing because you actually felt like you could run into a Bo Derek right it wasn't like this off the chain superstar model i'm never seeing that bo Derek was like man you could run into a Bo Derek." so my pick was bo Derek this week
3: all right so coming in at number eight for me and again I'm, I'm in the realm of uh hip-hop and r&b my number eight pick is tony braxton and uh tony braxton wins for me um because of the short hair not everybody can pull off the short hair and uh she did it masterfully great R&B artist, artist, and I mean, Tony Braxton, man, look at her. Pulls off the short hair masterfully.
0: What about Helen Murray? She's a cutie. She's a cutie. Not really a hip-hop artist. Right,
1: true, true, true.
0: I mean, she's a
1: cutie. Short hair, though. She's a cutie.
4: So I went back, uh, again, uh, late 70s, and it seems like it's a little bit of a theme with that, but that's going to change. And I went to an iconic show, Charlie's Angels, and I picked
0: one of Charlie's Angels.
4: Uh, Jacqueline Smith
0: oh, uh, over over Farrah Fawcett well I'm hey. on this list bro we're only at number eight we're not we're only
4: number eight Is what I'm gonna say uh, oh you're gonna
0: tell me you have two Charlie Angels on a listed listen
4: so the big thing she was like like Farrah is Farrah far Farrah, right but but Kelly had this elegance to her um yes yeah, she could rock the bathing suit she That's could awesome. rock the outfit she had these hats but she That's made awesome. this transition in the 80s when I remember when she played Jacqueline Kennedy in, in a TV movie and just pulled it off. And I, I always was fascinated with Jacqueline uh, Kennedy. Uh, and I just it, to me, she went from a Charlie's Angels to that Jacqueline Kennedy really kind of grew that that uh, elegance to her. Um, she's actually, you know, she aged well for a long time, too. So um, but, yeah, she was always Jacqueline Smith was always like the number two Charlie's Angel. It seemed like she was always behind the Charlotte and Farrah, it seemed like. You know
3: what would be interesting? interesting? You know what would be interesting? You know what we should do? Not a whole season, but after this, we should then rearrange our picks for what they look like now.
0: Oh, God. That would be a great Hold idea. That would, part of our, that would be part of our last episode. We'll have a very special season I, finale. Yeah, and we re-rank so them. I'm going like to tell now. you something. I'm going to tell you something I probably shouldn't, but that affected some of my decision-making
4: i tried not to me too but a little
0: because i look i you know you we i google the picture so i could send alex a picture or whatever and then a lot of them you have to put in like even tony i had to put in tony braxton young right <laughs> and then they I, pick it up and go oh wow and that instantly all right maybe yeah. that wasn't a habit. some of them have really cut them I mean, yeah. and not even just age just abuse themselves cut themselves yeah, right. up gouge yeah. themselves up
4: i, really I have a really bad like that. Yeah, Jacqueline Smith held held her thing for a while, but now she's 77. You know, she's 77, is what I'm just gonna say. So it's hard at that point now.
0: Um Allison, yeah, this one's a total commendable mention here. I I was in love with her for a while. Oh, and, yeah. and you know what? She's yeah. aged pretty good. She has. She's aged pretty good. Wonder Woman. Yep. A
4: great yep. one.
0: Yep, yep, yep. All right. So that is this week's picks of tail tape. Do we have a leaderboard or no?
4: Uh, I don't have a leaderboard now. Paul no man, leaderboard eh? find All week. right,
0: next week we'll have our leaderboard up. Okay, and right. now closing uh, as as how we like. Well, Kevin, who's a heartthrob from you growing up? Pick one.
3: He had Coop's pick. He said I had Coop's pick. Literally, literally what? said it as soon as Coop.
4: Really?
0: Yep. All right. She's oh. great. I mean, yeah,
3: Kelly,
1: man, she was gorgeous. I think Absolutely, was favorite
4: angel. She was the most. Un- she was the one that, like I said, she oh. kind of got you know underrated with the other two, but yeah.
0: Well, there you have it. Well, as how we like to close off every Saturday episode of KMA Radio, it's time for a very special something brought to you by Gurkha Cigars. Would you rather? In, in honor of the Alec Bradley sale this week, I have a very interesting question for all three of you. Interested to see how you guys respond. Anybody would like to volunteer to go first? I'll go first. All right. Well, you're a little older. You may skew this question, but here we go. Would you rather have $100 million but have to work 40 hours a week the rest of your life? All right. Well, let's not say rest of your life, till until 80 make it to 80 with 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 four weeks vacation you know weekends obviously thing. or would you just rather have fifty thousand dollars a year for the rest of your life 100 million dollars and work 40 hours a week oh 100 million and
1: four and work you have to hours. work a
0: full-time schedule until you're 80. no nah,
1: I'd rather take the other one
0: fifty thousand a year yep but you get four weeks vacation
1: but you're saying When you're 80 years old, you're saying right now,
0: no, you get the money now.
1: Oh, I'll take the hundred million. Yeah, and take the full. But you you have
0: to work a full time schedule till you're 80. That's fine, Alex.
3: I'm taking 100 million. Um, I can't pay my rent on fifty thousand dollars a year. (laughs) And I mean, but forever. I understand that, and also, I've I've streamlined. Leaving something to my children, that quickly.
0: Yeah, I, I should I should have made the second number a little higher. That's, that's, that's yeah. I've streamlined.
3: I, I think I, I've, I've streamlined my. Does it change a for a hundred
0: thousand a year? A
3: hundred thousand a year have to work till I'm eighty. Or-
0: no, hundred thousand a year, you can do whatever you want. You can get it. Hundred thousand a year, you can get it. Do whatever you want. Retire whenever you want. No, this is see, the or back- you get a hundred million now, but gotta work a full work week until you're eighty.
3: All right, so so look, let's let's do the math. One hundred thousand a year, for forty years. Yes, yeah, Is what four million dollars? Yeah. So I'd be
0: shortchanging myself. I understand, but you're not committed to work a full time job until you basically you die.
3: Yeah, still, a hundred thousand a hundred thousand years not passing anything on to my kids.
4: Coop, I'll take in the hundred million. Dang. Um, hey. Yeah, so even what's though what's I, the the I and it's a lot what Alex said too. Yeah, you know you 80, you yeah, I, I, just you know, it's a hundred millions, a hundred million dollars. $100 million. I mean, a hundred thousand is.
0: But you basically is, never get to retire.
4: You know, I, I don't. Like, it's kind of funny with my thing right now. I don't know like if I retire from my day job and I do cigar Coop, I mean, so, it's yeah, like, so yes. that's
3: that's the other thing, Abe. You probably should have like specified like a hundred million, but you got to work in a warehouse for the next, you know, yeah, so you're 80 or something. You yeah. know, you got to go and then I would
4: change it, it would change, it, yeah, right. right. I mean, I mean, yes, yeah. but if a hundred million is a hundred million dollars, I know my family's going to be secure after that, right. and I don't know if I'll live to 80, so you know,
0: that's true, too. Yeah. All right. I overshot that one. Not not my best. It was was
4: a good one. Oh, it was good. I was fine.
0: I was trying to think of something to work with the Alec Bradley sale. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Maybe I should have made like Uh, $50,200,000. Anyways, that caps this week's episode of KMA Talk Radio. Kevin, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Uh, Congratulations to our raffle winners. Thank you to all the people who helped support the Boys and Girls Club of Broward County. Um, All our fans out there, we hope we entertained you, made you laugh, chuckle a little bit. And um, we have one more show next week, and then we're going to be off for the great smoke. So you still have something to watch on Saturday, but uh, otherwise, everybody have a great weekend, and we'll catch you. What did I miss them?
3: No, it's just uh, no, I'm just thinking. I'll I'd rather. All think right. All, I'd rather think all fair than on air.
0: No worries. Until next week, everybody, keep it lit.